Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Tiara Hicks, owner of Rosebud Coffee House. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual lunch and learn on January 21st. So is this uh, a Zoom meeting that you bring your lunch to? You can, yes, or eat it before or after or whatever you want to do. But it's a Zoom entitled, We Audit Bank Accounts. How about a life audit? Well, I'm scared of a bank audit, so I'm not sure <laughs> how scared I will be of a life audit. I think then. bank audits are fine. It's the IRS audits you have to worry oh, about. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. But a life audit. So this session is designed to have participants audit their life. This audit is not directed at history, but at the amount of time and effort put into a wide range of necessary activities, chores, challenges, commutes, sleep, child care, child activities, personal time, TV viewing, and on and on and on in our daily and weekly routines. Wait a minute. Who's putting this on? This is Dr. Joe of Ball State University. On Thursday, January 21st, right? Yes. 1130 to 1. You're going to find flaws in how we individually or as a couple or as a family might be taking some poor use of our time and what we might do to correct such issues. You mean doom scrolling is a, is a waste of my time? It might be a waste of your time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we're also going to look at how each person might be more effective with the use of their time and the collective use of their time in daily, weekly, and monthly lives. So perhaps less playing on Facebook and more... I don't know, cleaning the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dr. Joe's going to tell us all about it. He is on January 21st from 1130 to 1. It's going to be awesome. Register now at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Tiara Hicks, owner of Rosebud Coffee House. Welcome. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by. Well, you're the new kid on the block, so tell <laughs> us all about the coffee shop and, and why would you start one? Yeah, so I've always um, aspired to own my own business. Um, been in the hospitality industry since I was 12 in various roles, kind of grew up in it and decided that that would be the entrepreneurial path I chose. So I originally was going to open a little place out in Selma, Indiana, where I live off of the highway, and that fell through due to cost of repairs and all of that fun stuff. And I met this little guardian angel, Ted Baker, who came up to me at a meeting and said, if this doesn't work i've got a couple of ideas for you and i was like okay sure you do i'm and not then, sure you uh, can call ted an angel <laughs> <laughs> but hey i'm giving him a little more <laughs> credit right, okay. i'm just kidding all right <laughs> 
So um, I I called him up, and honestly, at the time, he was a complete stranger to me. He walked up to me at a meeting, slipped me his card, and said, if this doesn't work, I've got other ideas. And when does that ever happen? So I called him up and said, okay, you had another idea. What's that idea? And he said, well, I've pitched you and your idea to a group um, at the 812 Coalition, and I think that your values align, and I think that it would be a great starting opportunity for you, and I would love for you to meet them. And he said, I've told them all about you, but not your name. And they're interested and they want to meet you. So I did my first meeting there at the shop with Brian Ayers and the 812 Coalition and um, discussed what I wanted to do, pitched some ideas, went over the business plan, and they said, okay, let's do this. So that's what started this journey. All right. Now tell me where the shop is located. 1805 South Hoyt. So the corner of Hoyt and Memorial. Now what was that building before? Originally started as an old national bank. Really? Mm -hmm. I thought it was a bank. And you actually still have the vault from the bank. The vault is now a meeting room. And yes, I have the original door. Um, No, we found no money or jewels (laughs) or any of the good stuff during demo. Um, But yeah, the vault is now a meeting space. The drive up is being utilized and repurposed. And and that's really the point of the whole concept, reusing and repurposing as much as we can, creating a welcoming environment and area to encourage people who don't normally come to the South Side. Now you have a reason to come to the South Side. If you live on the South Side, now you have a new destination. So it, it it was kind of a all-encompassing and it's a kickoff for the 812 coalition this is the very first project in a long line of projects they want to kick off awesome no pressure yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you did all this during a pandemic and oh yeah that thing yeah now, how long have you been open um, we have officially been this is our fourth week fourth week okay all right. i know this makes me an expert right <laughs> absolutely yeah i'll tell everybody uh of course what you serve not just coffee but yeah so we have coffee and tea and hot chocolate i'm really getting famous for this hot chocolate tossing in some flavors um but we also do breakfast sandwiches pastries cookies those kinds of things we do want to expand the menu we started out really simple to begin with to train everybody understand the flow of everything did we build it right um and and then we'll we'll start to eventually expand that menu to incorporate a few light lunch items, um, as well as teas and frappuccinos and you know all that good stuff. Now, is it all drive-through, or do you have some limited seating right now? No, so we have some indoor seating. So we opened last Tuesday to allow guests to come inside. Um, everybody has been great and very respectful and very mindful of spaces. So, yep, we're fully open inside and then also drive up. And then I received a grant. So this spring, we'll be putting in a patio. So we'll oh. incorporate some outdoor seating as well. Now, tell us about yourself. Where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Well, my mom, no, um, I am born and raised in Muncie, Indiana. Okay, so you're a Muncie. I'm a, a Muncie person. I've always been probably, um, I'm on the outskirts, so um, grew up in Selma, then we moved to Cowan, and that's where I finished high school. Uh, moved away for 10 years because like everyone, you're moving away from Muncie and never coming back. So I did that for 10 years. Then I ended up connecting to somebody that I went to school with, came back to Muncie, and here I am. Okay. That's been a recurring uh, theme, I think, <laughs> of other guests of, well, you, you go away, but it pulls but you, you right back. But you always come back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy, the magnetism that Muncie has. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, the coffee shop is your full-time venture now. 
What else are you doing? Or what did you do beforehand to get here? So um, prior to owning my own gig, I've been in the human resources world for a little over 15 years, um, supported different concepts and, and different backgrounds. To me, I always say people are people no matter what industry we work in. So I've, I've had the pleasure of supporting and I still do. So um, the coffee shop is... We joke and call it my second job or my sidekick, but it's it's having full-time jobs in both areas. Now, HR world, mm-hmm. uh, topsy-turvy right now with COVID and everything? Um, You know, it, it's in the hospitality industry, so that's a challenge oh being that yeah. we're in, in yeah. COVID <laughs> um, and, and what we're doing. But it's, I don't know if it's right to say, but it's becoming my new normal. Um, everybody's getting really adapted to this. I mean, in the very beginning, it was a complete, what the heck is going on? How do we do this? And now I feel like we're getting a much better handle on it. Um, our employees are being very go with the flow, do what I got to do. Very appreciative to be there. Uh, our guests are being very supportive. So yes, I know there are a lot of businesses going out, a lot of restaurants going under that kind of thing, but, but we opened a new restaurant in all of this as well at my day job. So it's, it's still moving right along, even though it's just a little bit different than it used to be. Now, what led you to the HR world? Okay, so... You just thought it'd be so fun to work with people <laughs> all the time and their problems, right? So I, I, I wanted to be in business management. Um, I got a degree in, in business management. And when I graduated with my degree in 2007, no one told me we were in a recession. Uh, I had no idea why it was so hard to find a job. Mm-hmm. But I ended up going to work for this construction company in Zionsville, Indiana, and they needed an office manager. So I did that. And I just noticed there was such an opportunity for their people and their particular industry. It was cable and fiber. People were, their employees were nomads. They went to wherever they were laying new work or new fiber. And then that's where they went to work. They didn't like become career They didn't stay at one place. Um, So I, you know, I I put in benefits. I put in a 401k plan. I had employee files. And and I made them feel like they were a part of something. They belonged to something for a change. And my old boss used to constantly say I should work for the union because I was so (laughs) pro-employee. So uh, when I went back to get my master's, um, I had a choice of like hospital administration, HR, accounting, you know, different focuses. And I just thought about it and it was the people that fueled me that's the part of the job I enjoyed the most I also at the time felt like that was going to be an opportunity for me as a woman to climb the ladder doors tended to open from an HR perspective for that gender as opposed to maybe some other opportunities Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't get there that way but for me I saw that as a, a clear path to the leadership table so that's what I did So tell us about your personal life, your family. Family. So three amazing kiddos. Um, How much detail do you want about these Whatever you want to give us. How about some ages? Ages. Ages. So she is 17 next week. Oh, no. uh, Junior in high school. We've got one of those. It's no fun. We do. She's, um, I tease her all the time. She's my first, so I go through everything with her. I freak out about everything. And then by the third one, I'm like, yeah, whatever, we got this. <laughs> um, so I have Kirsten, who's going to be 17 next week, Xander, who's 15 and a sophomore at Cowan. And then I have Addie, who is eighth grade uh, and, and 13. Okay, very good. We we have those two. Between Matt and I, we have four yeah. total. And so, But we don't have three teenagers. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, we don't have to. That has to be tough. That's, that's a lot. I know the one is so tough. He's sixteen. Oh. Yeah, and then you know they they want to come work for the coffee shop, but then they don't want to come work for the coffee shop. And then when they are there, you know, people are like, "Isn't it great to have your kids there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I get to be mom and boss. That's great." <laughs> yeah, yeah you fabulous. wear those two hats at the same time, where you're trying to be the empathetic mother and teach, but yet you're watching your product be wasted and the cost and the ownership <laughs> mentality, and and you're, you're like, like oh. and then I'm like, I'm paying you. My expectation has increased significantly at your production. Yeah. It's not as fun as I thought it was going to be, but it is. I, I'm so happy when I have them with me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've had That's that. Good. We've had that too, and it's like, <laughs> yes, people think it's like great, and I'm like, no. Do you understand? You hear mom, 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 mom. Except you're trying to run a business while you're getting moms <laughs> to death. Yeah. Yeah, that would be tough. And then by the time we get to our fourth kid, we're like, oh, yeah, you want to go outside with no shoes on or whatever? Your like, fourth baby. Your fourth baby. Go for it. Mm-hmm. The other day, she's like, you just think I'm fourth baby and you don't care. <laughs> and we're like, we do care, but we're slightly less uptight about you. About you. It's that loves commercial. Yeah. You'll hand them to anybody <laughs> at that point. And you also have your supportive husband, Nick. He's pretty awesome, too. So when you're not working everywhere, uh, yes. what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I am all about uh, repurposing and reusing. So I love antiquing, good bargains. I love vintage. Um, I am probably known just as an avid reader. I just love to read. That's my escape. That's my education. That's my development. You know, I got a couple books going all the time at the same time. Now, what would you tell someone out there who's thinking about starting a business? What have you learned? Don't do it. Run the other way. (laughs) (laughs) It's a longer process than I imagined. I'm impatient as I'll get out. And this has definitely taught me patience. It's not my timeline or time frame. It's dependent upon, depending on what piece of the process I'm in, right? Whether it was the loans and waiting for responses, the construction guys and getting them to show up and complete the project, or even just negotiating the lease. I thought this would be like a day or two, we'd be out of here. No, it was not the case, you know? And, And just how much, time is 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 really an important thing and then also the partnerships um i am not somebody to ask for help i'm very independent and probably to a fault and i suddenly had to take on partnerships i had to rely on other people to support me i mean this whole project believe is successful because of those partnerships and that's just a very different way than how i i succeeded in my career in my career i was able to be independent and get the job done and climb the ladder and you know get the accolades and and it was there there are people who joined my team but i was able to really take control of it i would say in this entrepreneurial venture i've had ultimate say but dependent upon so many and I just I didn't think that I went into it with that understanding which I think also leads to the delay in time and then there's a lot of little fine-tuning things that you know you're making decisions on and you don't know and then the corrections along the way so and now it's time for the lightning round quick questions and quick answers so number one question what's your favorite band or artist 
Kenny Chesney. I would say Kenny Chesney, but it's a tight race for Chris Stapleton. I'm a country fan. You're 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 country. A country. Okay. I'm a country fan. You see any country X live? Uh, not this year, but I mean, <laughs> I before used to. Yeah, yeah. I used to see Kenny every time he came to town. Eric Church, um, and I've got tickets to Chris Stapleton, so I'll get to see him next year. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early. Okay. Well, good. I guess that suits you since you opened a coffee it shop. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be in trouble if it was a bar. Yeah. <laughs> so what time do you get going in the morning? Just curious. Uh, between four and oh, five in the morning. That is early. And I'm, early. At the, I'm at the shop no later than 530. Okay. My goodness. What's your favorite book? So that is so hard for me. You said you were an avid reader. I I am, and there are so many. um, I would say I'm going to answer that by telling you one of the books I read that I think had a profound change in me or a real aha moment was Failing Forward by John Maxwell. I I read it a little later in life than I wished I would have, um, and it really helped me to overcome some of those fears of failure. Have you ever met anyone famous? I have. I don't know if everybody else considers him a celebrity, but um, Mickey Gilley, the country music singer. My my grandma has been taking me to see him. She's seen him 75 times. Oh, wow. Um, And I have pictures on stage. I've been backstage from being a little girl all the way to being an adult. And now I take my grandma to those shows. So (laughs) I, I have met him and I've met a few sports players along the way that I can't remember the names of, but that's about it. Mickey Gilly, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty Mickey good. Gilly, like right? That. What's your guilty pleasure? <sighs> Potato chips. Okay. Any particular kind? I like my wavies. My okay. wavy lays are probably my, and I dip them in ketchup. It's really going to gross a lot of people out, but my gross. potato <laughs> chips and ketchup are. I've heard of people doing that, though. So. Uh, I can't get on board with that, but okay. What's your favorite movie? Uh, I'm not a big movie fan because I read so much. Um, Hope Floats is one of my go-tos. That's a good one. Yes. What's your hidden talent? <laughs> <laughs> Something you're good at that other people might not know. Uh, I don't have a good answer for That's this. That's okay. One. I bet you've gotten really good at making coffee. I am good at making <laughs> coffee. Um, you make a mean cappuccino. That's right. <laughs> I definitely should be plugging myself here. Um, everybody seems so surprised when I bake. I love to bake. It is my de-stressor. And, and then when I would take it into work, into the office, everybody would be shocked and amazed that I made it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do I look like I can't bake? But um, I love to bake. Okay. All right. That's your hidden there talent. You there go. you go. All right. Do you sing in the shower? Not in the shower. In the car would be my stage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> country music, right? I sing it all. If I know the words to it, I can't help myself. I sing even when I don't know the words. I just make up my own Yeah, words. I make up my own too. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? I am not sci-fi. You can say neither. All. It's okay. Is that a neither? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with neither. Oh, so sad. I'm, I'm, I'm also sorry. a neither. I yeah. What's your most used emoji on your phone? (laughs) So I said it was rolling in my eyes, and my husband said it was the forehead slap. (laughs) Okay, I think those are both appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Well, very good. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. 
Well, it's a brand new year. It is, indeed. And, and you know why I like to say uh, every year at this time. What is that? Check your marketing. That is true, yes. Uh, okay. New year, you, new marketing. New year, new marketing, but we, we just had one heck of a year where everything changed. Well, that is true. So And it's continuing to change. <laughs> is your messaging still relevant in 2021? Right. So look, take a look back. What did you do in 2020? A lot marketing. Of us, marketing wise. <laughs> well, a lot of us just stayed home and all that. But marketing wise, what did you do in 2020? What worked? What didn't work? What are you, what is your business focusing on? Like a lot of our businesses have shifted. Yes. Right? I mean. Big time. Big time. Lots, lots of things have changed, even for us and for businesses in general. So have your core areas of what you're offering, have they changed? Do we need to change that messaging of how we, how we portray that and everything? And that includes, you know, your website. Have you checked that in a while? Right. Does it still have staff members who haven't worked for you in three years? Maybe change that. Does it look a little wonky, but you don't remember anything changing? Right. Did you, or did you think you changed it and made it better and you didn't? Is your copyright 2015 and not 2021 right now? Yes. You might might want to check it. Have you changed your hours? Do you only offer curbside now? Like, are things accurate? Are things working? Are the sales pieces you were using, are those still accurate? Are you still handing them out? Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. Who knows? <laughs> and I really think we're looking at another six months of not really back to normal, you know, back to the way it was or anything. Right. So really taking a, a look at your marketing. Is it talking to the audience that you want to be talking to right now? And if not, now is the time to change because it's the beginning of the year. Right. New you, new marketing, new And everything. you can talk to your marketing professionals. Of course, Farmhouse Creative. Exactly. We'd or, be happy to talk to you. Or your other marketing professionals would be happy to talk to you, there too. There are plenty of people out there in marketing that can help you out uh, with your strengths, weaknesses, uh, your... Yeah, your goals. Maybe you need to talk to a business advisor. Like, hey, my life, my business has changed. Um, you know, our folks over at the Small Business Development Center are awesome resources, too, uh, to look over what you were successful at, maybe what you weren't so successful at, all of that. And they have programs and different things, different offerings that you may be eligible for that could save you some time and money. That's true. You don't know. So, and this is not an ad for the Small Business Development <laughs> Center. I promise it's not. Uh, they just have some good resources that, you know, as you're looking at things of where you want to go and how you want to accomplish that, use the resources that are available to you instead of trying to reinvent the wheel because that's silly. Also, talking about reinventing the wheel, yes. do you have a an event that you do every year or that you want to do? Like so, a big time event like big where you time, have people come to You it? have hundreds of people come and they pay money to sit at a table or to do an event or whatever. I'm sure some people do out there. I bet they do, but I bet those aren't really happening the way they used to <laughs> now, are they? Uh, so we have been helping some clients kind yes. of go to a more virtual way of doing things. Utilizing other media than we've ever used before, exactly. such as video, Using audio. video, audio. I'm doing some like online auctions. People have done that for fundraisers, all kinds of different things. So do you have an event that maybe we usually have in February or March or whatever that we're thinking it's probably not going to happen the way we usually do it? Think about how you're going to pivot and what you're going to do to raise awareness, potentially raise money or do whatever you need. Get your message out there. But we're going to have to do it in a different way because we're not exactly back to normal. And even when we do come back to normal, who says, who knows what, who knows what normal's going to be? <laughs> What the new normal is going to be? I don't know. And of course, if you need help, definitely reach out to us. If we can't help you, we will find someone that can help you uh, because we know a lot of people. We do. We like and we pride ourselves on knowing a lot of people. And if it's not a good fit for us, we can find somebody that it is a good fit for. So, yeah, let us know. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss.